Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're going to continue through the um, book of 1 Timothy, the fifth chapter. We've talked the last couple of episodes about what uh, Paul was given as far as instruction to Timothy here. And in the third verse of the fifth chapter of 1 Timothy, he told him to honor widows, especially those who are widows indeed. And we've seen how that if a widow has children or grandchildren, that those children or grandchildren are to take care of her. Okay, it's not the role of a governmental entity. It's not even the role of the body of Christ to take care of family members. It's the role of the family. And Paul describes it in verse four. He says they must first learn to practice piety. But then he said in verse five, now she who is a widow indeed and who has been left alone. So a widow indeed is somebody who is left alone and has no other options. They don't have family members or anything. He says this, she has fixed her hope on God and continues in entreaties and prayers night and day. So what he's saying is the one that I want you to support, and we're about to see more detail about this. I'm hoping to cover several verses here today to get a big picture of all this. Uh, is that the body of Christ will support the one who has fixed her hope in God, who continues in entreaties, who continues in prayer night and day. In other words, her work, her job, for lack of a better term, is that she's interceding. She's praying. But then verse 6 we saw in the last episode, but she who gives herself to wanton pleasure is dead even while she lives. Now Paul continues, verse 7, he says this, prescribe these things as well so that they may be above reproach. So he's telling him, you know, I want you to teach these things. I want you to give them instruction. I want you to prescribe. You know, we think of that as prescription, and that's exactly what it is. That's the idea. Prescribe these things. Well, what are these things? Well, these things that he's saying about the uh, widow, okay, the things that he's saying about what's happening with this. He said, I want you to prescribe these, the reason being to where they can be above reproach. Not only the widows, but the families, to where the families would be above reproach. Now, a lot of times people don't see it that way. You know, they think that it's just, you know, pointing to something else. But look what he says in the next verse. But, there's that word but, if anyone does not provide for his own, especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Wow, that sort of brings home some things and brings some focus to some stuff. This is how serious the Lord is related to this. Uh, families take care of the families. Children take care of their parents. Children take care of their grandparents. And if anybody does not do that, he says, you've denied the faith. You can talk all you want to. You can say whatever you want to about how you believe in this and that. But if you don't do this, then you are denying the faith. And he says, and it's worse than an unbeliever. How can they be worse than an unbeliever? Well, an unbeliever doesn't believe and hasn't been enlightened to these things. And so they're just functioning and operating in ignorance, okay? But a believer knows what they're supposed to do, and if they refuse to do it, then they're worse than an unbeliever. So then Paul gives some instruction to sort of help them understand how this works. Verse 9, a widow 
is to be put on the list. And so apparently there was a list for widows indeed. It wasn't just anybody. We talked about that a little before. We're going to see why in just a moment. She's to be put on the list only if she is not less than 60 years old, having been the wife of one man, having a reputation for good works. And if she has brought up children, if she has shown hospitality to strangers, if she has washed the saints' feet, if she has assisted those in distress, and if she has devoted herself to every good work. So Paul's saying this. He said, this just isn't for a young whippersnapper widow who wants to go her own way, who's lived whatever life she wants to and done whatever she wanted to do. Then comes along and says, oh, I believe now y'all got to support me. No, this is someone who's not less than 60 years old, and that would have been... um, much older then than now. I don't know what the average life expectancy was then. I know it was less than it is now. So I'm just going to say this. This very well may have been like somebody who's at least 80 years old, something along that line. I don't know. But she had to be older. The wife of one man. In other words, she didn't bounce from man to man to man. She had a reputation for good works. And you see all these good works that she did, that if she brought up children, people say, well, I thought her children were supposed to take care of her. They are. But the children may be deceased. The children may be living in a different place and can't take care of her day to day. If she's shown hospitality, if she's washed the strangers there, if she's washed the saints' feet, if she's assisted those in distress, if she's devoted herself to every good work. So you see, this is a person who's a person of faith, but not just faith by declaration. It is faith by deed. And he says, only put the widows on the list that live this way. Now, it doesn't mean they have to do each one of these things and these little check marks. It is showing the pattern and practice of life. It is showing the character that she is. Verse 11 starts off with that word, but again. But refuse to put younger widows on the list. Well, why is that? Well, he tells us. For when they feel sensual desires in disregard of Christ, they want to get married thus incurring condemnation because they've set aside their previous pledge. Aha! So apparently what was going on here in the early church is if if the widow was old enough, and she was a widow indeed, she would pledge to continue doing these things, to be a helper, to be uh, strangers, and to wash the saints' feet, to do all this stuff, that she would continue in prayer for the body of Christ, and the church would support her. But what's being said about the widows is, if they're younger and they come along and they make that pledge, well, they may fall in love with somebody. They may feel the desire of wanting to have children or more children. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay? Nothing wrong with that. Uh, And he's going to show us that in just a moment. Let me go to verse 13. At the same time, they also learn to be idle as they go around from house to house. Not merely idle, but also gossips and busybodies talking about things that are not proper. And he's particularly uh, addressing the younger widows in that context. He says, so therefore, I want younger widows to get married, bear children, keep house, give the enemy no occasion for reproach, for some have already turned aside to follow Satan. Last verse, if any woman who is a believer has dependent widows, she must assist them, and the children must not be burdened so that it may assist those who are widows indeed. 
So you have these widows, you have widows indeed. The last verse right here shows you that there's going to be a time, and I actually see this happen a lot in the body of Christ, where someone who is a woman and often another widow that has resources, in other words, she is not indigent, she has resources, she has an especial call to help widows. Okay, So if there's someone that can do that, let them do it. And then that way it will free up the body of Christ to be even uh, more able to help the true widows indeed. So you have widows that, that will have resources and stuff like that. That's wonderful. Use those resources to help widows indeed. You have widows indeed. They are to be put on the list if they qualify over the age of 60 and all the great character traits that we see in their person of prayer. And the body says, you pray for us, you do these things, we're going to take care of you. The younger widows, don't consider them because they'll be too distracted. There's still a lot of life to live. And there's nothing wrong with that. And they'll, they will have to be forced between having a disregard for Christ and the pledge that they made or uh, being faithful to it. And he said there's no reason to do that. He tells them point blank, hey, you know what? You get married, bear children, keep a house, and keep the enemy away. Don't give the enemy any occasion. In other words, she'll have a sexual desire or something. Marry your uh, man, have a husband, and live happily ever after. I mean, a lot of really, really down-to-earth information for us as to how we should live as the body of Christ. Sort of makes you wonder why we don't do things this way, doesn't it? Well, maybe we'll talk about that some other time. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you then. Goodbye.